Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, joined by co-host Aaron Keller in the podcast room. And today we're lucky enough to be joined by Aaron Meyer, who is our boating education coordinator statewide. Aaron, welcome back. It's been a little bit. It has been a little bit. Thanks for having me. Of course. It's good to have you on, and it's especially, what's the word? This is very relevant. Timely. That's the word. This is very relevant right now. We're going into Memorial Day weekend, the kickoff of boating season. And on top of that, it's National Safe Boating Week. So, Aaron, tell us about tell us about that <laughs> it, it is national safe boating week and usually i would start any interview or podcast with all the doom and gloom statistics and making sure you wear your life jacket and don't drink but i don't want to start it this time because i don't know if you've noticed but we got water this year and i'm super excited about the start of boating season because there'll be water in tahoe and those launches won't be closed on july 4th and Lake Mead's starting to come back up, and, and the truckie's going to be like, we actually have water for people to take their boats and their kayaks and their stand-up paddle boards and go out and have an insane summer. And the idea that, that we're starting is exciting. I'm excited. Yeah, especially after the long winter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, people are ready to get out. I'm ready out. for it to be warm. <laughs> I knew, Same. I, I knew when I was uh, shoveling snow in my driveway in April that something was terribly, terribly different. Yeah, right? But now we have water. Yep, and it's all good, and uh, this weekend should be pretty good weather, so I'm sure a lot of people are going to be heading out camping and boating and trying to get outside. I would think. We just had our, our media event down on Lake Mead, and it was beautiful and sunny, and, and they're talking about 70-degree days up at Tahoe. Like it, This looks like the, the absolute perfect way to start off boating season. So what would you tell people who are ready to get out on the water? Is there any um, – we didn't want to do – doom and gloom so let's right. talk about some well, things you know what? to get this excited is, this is when you get ready so this is when if you if you own a boat uh obviously go get it registered and do the do the usual checks check the engine check all you know because you've you've winterized your boat now you have to get it ready for the water so make sure that you know that the taillights on the trailer work that that your your motor's all primed up like you don't want to get out on the water and find out that you know the, the long winter had some repercussions so so get that boat ready before you head out, but then definitely you want to you want to start getting out there and, and enjoying the the water. I just I just can't believe I keep I get to keep saying that word because it's been yeah. what four or five years of drought. So we worked for it. I feel like all that snow shoveling. This was what it was all leading up to. <laughs> yeah, I was I was thinking about it because uh, Endow hosted a boating conference up at Tahoe last right. week, and and even though technically it was work, so I was working, but. My Wednesday existed in just be, taking rides on boats all around Tahoe, getting to see the different um, recreational boats that are going to be hitting the market this year. And it was possibly one of the greatest days I've ever had where I still got paid for it because it was just an entire day of just enjoying Lake Tahoe and being out on, on different beautiful boats. It was it was not a terrible way to work. Yeah, I feel like every time you get to do a day like that and you show us pictures, it makes pretty much everybody in the office jealous my my wife is is a teacher and she does a wonderful job but uh 
I made the mistake of sending her pictures of, of my day throughout the day. And she, she, I was surprised. She was not as happy for me as, as I thought she would be. <laughs> I wasn't as happy for you either. <laughs> it was it was great. And and you guys have had the same stories. Is, um, ki- I, the, the, the times I've gone kayaking, the times I went water, uh, white, white, white water rafting, Man, they're they're like in my top ten days of all time. Any time, any day I spend out on the water just turns out to be one of my favorite days because it's just the best way to spend your day. Yeah, I know. I'm super excited. We're going kayaking this weekend for the first time this year. So, don't we don't know yet. I just downloaded an app that has all of the different waters you could kayak on. So we're still deciding, but um, I'm excited. I mean just seeing your pictures and just thinking about last summer. I'm just so ready for summer. I was going to mention that because I knew, I knew Ashley and her soon to be husband owned a couple of kayaks and and the last couple of years, it's been not the easiest thing to go find somewhere to to put in. They will not have that problem this year. That's what I mean. We're, we have so many options. It's like, where do we go? (laughs) Yeah. All the boat launches are in and you, we get updates all the time of, you know, boat launches and marinas and, all those types of things that are all getting ready for the season. So, are there any waters that you're recommending to people? The funny thing is, is, is usually you know I'd have to I'd have to look and be like, oh well, that boat launch is is closed or it's going to close or but man, pretty much Topaz, Tahoe, Mead, Mojave, like they're all looking up or sizing up to be a really good boating season. So. Yeah, dude, whatever your, your favorite pick. water is, I think it might be waiting for you. Yeah, take advantage of it while we have the water <laughs> exactly. this year and go to the water that you've wanted to go to. Yeah, I heard the fishing <laughs> in eastern Nevada has been great. So we've been getting a lot of photos and videos of that um, up around Elko and then down by Ely has been great. And then all the way down to Pioch, Echo Canyon That's been great too. So. Yeah, I feel like we kind of had a slow start fishing wise yep. and now's when it's going to start picking up as far as good fishing conditions this yep. will be so the time to get out there yeah and say you're not headed out this weekend but you you know you want to go boating this summer register it now so that way it's ready to go for you have you're taking advantage of the season exactly you know what i mean don't wait till you're well, going to go you, out. If you wait, then that just means I'm going to start harassing you yeah. with emails and and uh, and campaigns and, and posts. Like I'm 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 going to I'm going to find you. Yeah, yeah get it. You, you definitely need. If you have a boat and and you didn't register the last couple of years, this is not the year to to continue that. You got to get it registered. You got to get out there. This is going to be an insanely awesome boating season. Like I cannot. I cannot put it in, in clearer words. This, th- with all the water and the weather that, that it looks like we're going to get, this is going to be the best season for boating. Yeah, I was uh, fueling up my truck this morning, and two different boats were fueling up on both sides of me, and it made me so jealous because they were big smiles, all their stuff. They were loading up to to go out. So. It was funny because I saw a side of of Erin that I hadn't seen before. I was talking about how much fun I had last week on all of those different boats, and and. Uh, he started talking about when he used to go out wakeboarding and, you know, the music would be playing off the boat and you could hear it back where you were wakeboarding and it was super clear day and just, and his, his eyes got lit up almost like when he talks about hunting. Did you get a little teary eye? He got, he, he got excited for the idea that, that those days might be coming again. And his kids are getting old enough that those trips may actually start to include his family. Yeah. I I don't know if it's going to be that hard for me to convince my wife that we need a boat. 
Nice. He loves being out in the water as well. So. That's, yeah. I wish I had a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some of my best memories. My best friend had a boat growing up, so we were always... Did you put that on your, your wedding registry? Boat? A boat, please. Yeah, yeah that's on there. <laughs> <laughs> Group gift. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so it is Safe Boating Week, though, so we, we do need to talk about a few things that you'd recommend people put on their boat or keep handy, right? Well, if we're, if we're, if we're heading towards the start of boating season, and, and that's where my job actually kicks in, is uh, I'm the guy that gets to see all the ways that, that – accidents happen on the on on the water and ruin what we're all talking about ruin that perfect day ruin that super fun day because you made one or two bad decisions and the the thing is is that it's almost always one of three decisions and sometimes it's a combination of the three it's it's a lot of people who don't know what they're doing with their boat so they haven't taken a boating education course so they have really have no idea they just think it's a toy not a big powerful vehicle that could hurt people. And so they don't know what they're doing out there. They don't know the rules of the road. They wind up getting in a collision with somebody else because they didn't know what side they were supposed to be on or, you know, any number of rules. So that's always one of the biggest problems. Two, most adults don't seem to wear their life jackets. They, they have, they have the number of life jackets they need, but they keep them in a, in a cabinet on the boat. Well, most people don't get ejected from a boat slowly. They, they hit something and they get shot from the boat. Well, as you fly out of your boat, that life jacket in the cabinet isn't going to do you any good. So we always want everybody to wear a life jacket all the time when you're on the water. It's just, you know, you just don't know when, when that, when that bad day is going to happen. And then three, and the one that always gets me the, the furrowed brow is we don't want you drinking until you get back to the shore. Even the peop, even the other people on the boat, I don't want you drinking because, Alcohol affects your balance, and it affects your hand-eye coordination, and it affects your decision-making. And those three things are super important when you're on a boat in the middle of Lake Tahoe. And so, yeah, it's 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 safe boating week, and I have to give you the... The, the thing is, is you're, you always say, oh, I have to be the bearer of bad news. I have to go over all the doom and gloom, but year after year it happens. Yeah, every I year. I mean, I remember last Memorial Day you were dealing with Emma um, drowning, and it's not... That's yeah. not something anyone wants to have to think no, about. No, every every year I get to sit in a room when a game warden who had to handle the accident comes in and gives his, gives his report, and it's just wears on you when it's always almost always unpreventable. The none of none of those people had to drown. Had they been wearing life jackets, had they made you know better decisions, this it almost never would have happened. And it's just you know I don't know. Like, I don't want to bring a, a sad note on it because I want everybody to go out and have a great time and talk about how that, that's always one of the top 10 days of their life was the day they spent on Lake Tahoe. But I also don't want my game wardens to have to keep dealing with this. Like, the, they'll if they see and you don't have enough life jackets or if they catch you and you've been drinking out on the boat or you don't have your boat or Ed card, they're going to cite you. If, if you're drunk, they're going to take you off the lake in handcuffs. Like, the game wardens come off looking like they're the bad guys. They're not the bad guys. They they know what happens if if those just if those bad decisions lead further down the road. It leads to them pulling bodies out of the water, and we don't want that. Like we want everybody to go out and have a great time and come back. And I just I just said that I said this at the conference last week, which is I'll never know if anybody's listening to my messaging because if you listen to my message and you wear your life jacket and you take boating education and you don't drink there's almost no chance you're not coming back. And so if you go out and have a great time on the water and come back 
and and go home, I'm never going to hear about that. That's that stuff doesn't make the news, and I'd appreciate it if we didn't make the news because I just want everybody to go out and not make the news and have a really great time. But you have to follow those simple rules for that to happen. Exactly. I'm debating going to well, break. What's or, our, what are a couple more things that maybe somebody's not thinking about before they go out boating, or you know anything like that? Is there uh, things that you should have on your boat that? Maybe people aren't thinking about to make their time on the water a little bit more enjoyable. The one, the one, well, sunscreen for one, because right. we had, we, you, you would have thought because the conference we hosted was, um, it was all the the people who patrol the waters, from Texas all the way to American Samoa. Like right. it was a lot of people who spend a lot of the time out on the water. Somehow they forgot. Some of them forgot to wear sunscreen even though they've been out on the water a thousand times but they got out on lake tahoe for four or five hours and looked like lobsters so yeah it is hard that sun up at tahoe i'm always burnt i'm so bad with sunscreen it's high elevation it's It's coming off the water to boot it's not just hitting you you know straight from the from the sun it's bouncing off the water and getting you underneath too like it'll it'll cook you some may call me a grandma but I'm wearing, I wear 70 now, SPF 70. (laughs) Rather spray tan. My my, my wife has made it very clear that tans are a thing of the past (laughs) and and, uh, she better not catch me. It's all about the airbrush tan. Right. (laughs) I I don't think I can get away with that, but you you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to send it to break really quick, but we clearly have a lot more to get into since I cut you off there. But you are listening to Nevada Wild. We will be right back. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today, we're talking with our boating education coordinator, Erin Meyer, about all things boating as the boating season kicks off and it's national safe boating week so it's a very relevant topic sounded very serious there yeah <laughs> it's way more exciting and it well the first half all we talked about for the first five minutes was just our wish to get out there as soon That's as correct. possible so um it is exciting yeah if you're a person with a boat this time of year you're probably getting a lot of texts and phone calls and friends coming out of the woodwork that want to <laughs> hang out with you all of a sudden so yeah, now they're your friends again. Yeah, when I when I was in college, there was there was kids that you wouldn't hear from them all winter, and then as soon as it started to get warm, they'd be like, "Hey, man, uh, <laughs> you going boating anytime soon? You know, we'd like to go." Boat owners uh, are very very popular, popular right very now. Popular. <laughs> they're the they'll cool kids. <laughs> so, with oh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, if you guys have some friends, let me let me know. My wife won't let us own a boat, so I think you should buy one. I have I have room on the side there. You've seen the side you of my. You should hand. say it's you're yeah. the boating education That's right. coordinator. It's, it's a it's a moral imperative. <laughs> yes. I need to. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, we got into some fun stuff in the first half. A little boating safety, but um, what else should people be doing before heading out? We still live, um, I, really anywhere in the state. We're in a state of extremes, so we have extreme weather. What are things people should be thinking about before they go out? Yeah, Aaron, Aaron and I were talking about it. Is uh, as, as happy as we are to have all this water, 
we are we are dead center for uh, when the snow melt's going to start turning the truckee into kind of a pretty sketchy body of water and even if you're an experienced kayaker i would say take take a few weeks before you consider getting in the truckee that's going to be pretty that thing's going to be moving yeah i mean it's going to be really nice weather outside of the water but the water is still going to be freezing cold too oh yeah you're so um you know it's great to go camping and be around water but we recommend people stay out of or at least be very aware if you're around any river um, not just the Truckee river but on the walk we were over by the walker river last weekend and it was as full as could be um they're closing some bridges in yarrington so yeah there's some serious runoff happening right now and so it's, it's warm out the snow's melting um just be be vigilant when you're around the rivers for sure that's a good point because we were saying in the first half we were like it's get time out, to get, get out, out there, there boat kayak when i think of kayak i think of leisurely paddling yes i forget that there are people who are hearing this and they're like time to get out on the rivers and it's like maybe those people that wear helmets when they get out on a kayak are all fired up right now but they should probably let it slow down a little bit like it's the same with um i guess this isn't necessarily boating but it's water safety is just floating the river yeah oh that's a good point uh, now is not the time now is not the time you got to wait for the flows to come down and you have all summer. Later yep. this summer. Yeah, you have the whole summer. Yeah, and now is not the time. No, flo- floating will be great in about a month and a half. But now it, it would shoot you down that river. Plus, it's so cold right now. I know, and my wife was saying, we should go paddleboard. And I was thinking to myself, like, if you... F- paddleboarding is fun, and, but if you fall off into the Lake Tahoe, it's going to oh, be yeah. really cold. No, we... Uh, we had some e-foils. I don't know if you guys have seen oh, yeah. those. We had some e-foils out there last Wednesday. And some of the crazier boating safety people, one from Alaska, so that, that made sense. But they put on dry suits and rode those around. And even them, when they got out, they said that the dry suit helped them. But when they would fall in, their hands and their face definitely realized that that was 50-degree water because it was cold. Cold. You didn't get out on an e-foil? Heck no. Mm-hmm. I'm not a cold water person. I'm the perfect person to to promote cold water safety because cold water scares the snot out of me. Yeah. How, how fun they were the e-foils? They're, oh, they're insane. Fun. They look awesome. I can't. It, this is going to make me sound like a doofus, but it's like a magic carpet or something. Like when they're riding it and all of a sudden it starts to get up on you know, on, on a plane yeah. and they're two or three feet in the air, look like they're just flying across the water. It's insane. That, yeah, that looks like cool. a lot of fun if the water was warmer than 50 degrees. Yeah. Well, you yeah. can do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. You can find some warm water. <laughs> that may be a good segue to cold water shocks. Yeah. So you said you, well, you are good at educating as, people. Especially, especially now, because like, I want you going out there because I can tell you, I was, I was out there last week and it was, it was awesome. Like there was, it was just beautiful. Like I have, well, you guys saw the pictures. I was yeah. ruining your day. Yeah. Um, yeah, the water was 50 degrees. If any of us had, had been ejected from our boats into that water, it, we, we definitely would have um, responded poorly. And that's, that's why we always say to wear a life jacket because, and we've said this multiple times, is when the water's that cold, and it will be that cold well into the summer. Like even, even when the surface water gets starts to warm up to be, you know, upper 50s, low 60s, 
it's still just a, a, a few inches below that. It's going to drop back down. It's it's cold when you fall into the water. And your body, like, imagine somebody flushing the toilet when you're taking a shower and the cold water hits you dead in the chest. First thing you do is gasp. You take a big gasp. of Well, that's the same thing you do when you fall off a boat in a cold lake, only your gasp is underwater because you fell off the boat, you're two or three feet underwater, and your body gasps. And that gasp is is just you inhaling a bunch of water. There's there's times where people have fallen off their boat and never surfaced because they took that big gasp, and that was it. That was the end. That was the beginning of the end. And so, w- that's one more reason we always say you have to wear that life jacket because if you fall off a boat and your body responds to the cold water like that, the life jacket's going to keep you up top because because your body's going to freak out when it hits that cold water. And we've every year we have two or three people who who drown because of cold water shock. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 yeah, it's awful because in my head, I don't know how my body would respond to, to falling off a boat in that, in that cold water. Like I like to believe, you know, I'm, I'm in really good shape and, and somehow I'd be able to stay on the surface, but we lose people that are in much better shape than me and much stronger swimmers because you, you don't have, you don't have control over how your body's going to react to 40 and 50 degree water. It's, mm-hmm. it's just super dangerous i think there's that mentality a lot of people have too where they're like oh it wouldn't happen to me it wouldn't happen to me but when you're in water that cold it could happen to you but that's the same with any accident is because that's why i try to explain to people is uh i wear my seatbelt every day it's just habit i get in the car i put my seatbelt on and i drive to work and then i go home and i put my seatbelt on and it's just i haven't been in an accident in 30 years but I guarantee you the one time I actually do get in an accident, I'm going to be very happy I was wearing the seatbelt because if I'm not wearing the seatbelt that one time I get into a real accident, it's going to kill me. And so it's the same thing with boating. You could, you could have been boating for 15, 20 years and had no issues at all, and that's why you don't wear a life jacket. But so was that one person that drowned last year that was a super experienced boater and some jet ski came out of nowhere and, and knocked them off the boat. Like, you don't know what the – what the scenario is going to be that puts you in the water. And so you could be a great swimmer. You could be super experienced boater, but all that stuff was out of your control when you got knocked unconscious by somebody who didn't know what they were doing. Like you, you just don't know. And so let's just avoid all the questions and just wear your life jacket. And we don't have to worry about that. Then you get, then you get wet when you get knocked off the boat and you yell at the person that screwed up. And, and it's just a little story you tell when you get home. Another thing is um, things would be a lot safer on the water if everyone took their boater education. So could you explain what that is and a little bit about the boating education program? Yeah, we're at, we're at a point now where uh, pretty much everybody needs to have their boating ed card because unless you're born before January 1st, 1983, everybody else legally has to have their boating education card to operate a boat on any of, any, any of the waters in Nevada, which means if a game warden stops you just to check to make sure if you have all, you know all the life jackets and and the, the fire extinguisher and all the safety equipment that you have and it turns out you don't have a boating education card he's going to have to cite you because you, you we've made it a law to where everybody has to be have to, has to know what they're doing with the boat it's just proven so many times that almost all these accidents are based from people that didn't know what they were doing and so we want everybody to know what we're doing so we offer a ton of these online courses that you know range from free to like forty nine dollars, I think. And granted, I know forty nine dollars sounds like a lot, but 
with each increase, there's more bells and whistles. Like the, the free one is absolutely fine. And we, and we actually have a, a PDF file you can download of our boating ed book and you can just, you know, look at that on your computer and then take the test at the back. That's all fine, but that's not the way my brain works. And so some of the ones that cost $25 or $30, they have interactive stuff where you, it's, I know it's with your mouse, but you practice, you know, bringing your boat in or launching a boat or using a fire extinguisher to put out a fire. You're doing all that with your mouse and your keyboard, but somehow that worked for me. That helped me remember all that stuff. And, and yeah, the course is, you could break it up into like two, three hour chunks and it would take you maybe three or four days, or you could sit down and, and bang it out in six or seven hours. Like it's, it's a very short amount of time it takes you to get your boat red card, but believe me, the stuff you learn makes you so much safer out on the water and that's that's all that's what we want we want everybody just to be safer yeah great info the uh the other thing here before we before we wrap up is um this is kind of a uh for all the veteran boat owners out there is if you're new to boating go out and practice backing up your boat yeah. before you get to <laughs> do us all launch. a favor yeah do all the veteran uh trailer backer uppers a favor and uh go to an empty parking lot learn how to back your trailer up so you can get in and out of the boat launch as quick as possible there really are a lot of things that i think someone you said it earlier it's like a new toy and they're just excited to get out there but there's things you need to think about when owning something that big. Yeah, so that's not just for boat. That's the, um, I guess, what are they, personal watercraft, right? Mm-hmm. The jet skis and those types of things, too. Like, learn how to back up that little trailer because it can be tricky if you've never done it before. One, one, of, one of the pet peeves I hear every year is the people, even the people that are halfway decent at backing up their boat, and they get it, they get the back wheels into the water. They're not quite in there. And that's when they start pulling stuff out of their truck and putting it in the boat. Yeah. That's when they get the cooler out. And, and so they've got a line, 15, 16 boats that also want to get out on the water. And now they're loading their right. stuff into their boat. Like you, when you were fourth in line or fifth in line, you can start moving the stuff into the boat so that you're prepared. So when you get, when it's your turn, you can just get that boat in the water as quick as you can and then and then get out of the way so the next person can go. Because I guarantee you, the people behind you are going to get so mad if you start yeah, loading up that boat. We can, uh, we can keep some pet peeves. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Our, uh, Especially coming out of a drought. Everybody's a little rusty. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. That's, <laughs> you know, that's well, yeah, and it'll the boat, the boat launches will be, you know, they'll look exactly like they're supposed to look. It's not this long drive down the right. down a dry lake bed yeah. to do it. So yeah, this may be confusing for people who yeah. who don't remember what an actual boat launch is yeah, supposed don't to look like. To put the plug in. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, honestly, just saying this made me really excited though. Like this whole podcast made me realize, wow, we we're back yeah, after we're back. a drought year. So that's yeah. pretty exciting. No, we're, we're excited. We, we 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 want everybody to be safe, but we want everybody out there. This is going to be a, a great year to to really get out and, and see what Nevada's waters have to offer because we have some fun options. Like like Ashley's going to go kayaking and people are going to go stand up paddleboard. I mean, even even when you said floating down the Truckee, that's a great day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't done it since I had kids because they ruin everything. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but well, we also want people to take photos, uh, tag us in your photos on social media. Yeah, for sure. Um, big smiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're looking forward to a fun weekend. 
Yep. Get on n.licensing.com, buy your fishing license, register those boats. And Aaron, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Thank you, everyone, for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife. <laughs>